Welcome to the Queensland preview show brought to you by Betfair. And it appears to be also Edwards Saddle World in Toowoomba. Curls are sporting the new uh, Panama hat. Where are you off to, big boy, in that? Uh, I got this from Colombia, actually, when I was over there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm off to Gatton today, mate. I'm off to Gatton in the heart of the Lockyer Valley. Uh, the, The food bowl of southeast Queensland. It'll be good. It's about 25 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, very slight breeze just to te- keep the temperature down and possibly the worst seven race card on form that you've ever, ever come across for a tab meeting. What's, so can't wait. what's the snack of choice at the Gap and races? I'm not sure whether they're catering at the moment there. It'd be touch and go. There's a little canteen out the back there that uh, don't do a bad steak burger, so... Steak burger and a sugar-free Coke's on the uh, on the wish list. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys drink the sugar-free Coke. It's, it's full strength or nothing for me. Now, Doombin, looks like it's sunny in Toowoomba, but Doombin, there's six to ten mil forecasts, so it's a good four at the moment, rail three. Depend, mm. It's a big watch, isn't it? So it'll either be a good or a, or a soft five on Saturday. Doombin. Yeah, it just oh, obviously... With, you know, the, as the weather warms up a little bit around the state, which it has been the last week or two, the rain gets very patchy. So, like, you know, we could, we could get 20 mils on Dermot um, mm. or nothing and get 10 mils across the road at Eagle Farm. So um, the rail's in, the, in a, not a bad position, I think, to be able to adjust on the fly as you need to. It's pretty fair, the three metre, I think, from memory. So, um, yeah, it'd be an interesting day and weather-dependent. Seems to be a pretty incident-free week up in Queensland. The only thing that sort of caught my eye was your, your newfound love affair with the Wally Yard and, and Luke Dittman and that, that partnership. Want to shed any light or discuss that further? Or um, I wouldn't say it had become an obsession <laughs> to back the right, right Waller runner. But I just feel like I'm getting a handle on it. Um, and we're back to few the last few weeks um, that have got the job done for us most recently was voila yesterday. Um, it's pretty up and about. Like, you know, Dickman's been riding just more recently for Waller, I suppose. And, um, you know, he won those couple of group threes in Brisbane for him. Um, and the relationship seems to have sort of blossomed a little bit from there. So... Uh, I'm not saying that's coincided with better results, but the horses are going better. So something's changed in Queensland for those horses and for that stable, um, and they're getting the results. So follow with confidence going forward. Do you think you'd, you'd go better if you relocated to the Gold Coast? Considering it. Up? I'm considering it. Um, my performance on the punnet to win with the last month has been terrible, and the Gold <laughs> Coast has been the opposite. So, you know, maybe I am coastal. But uh, uh, we'll see. I mean, Chris Waller's yard is Chris Waller is too good a trainer, you know, not to not to win races. And with the quality of horse flesh that they have, I thought they were underperforming atrociously in Queensland, and um, looks to have turned the corner now. So, all aboard the Waller train. Now, looking at Doom, and let's let's cover the last two races. Uh, they're they're interesting. Uh, the second last race, race eight, is. The 1,050 metre race. Tulio's the favourite from the Golanyard 280. Nikanova's a surprise entry there off a uh, eight or nine week break, $6. Rock Beat, $7. Just Storm, 850. 
$15 Guard of Honor Tycoon Ace, uh, $12 Mr. Marble is $12 and Papa Joe around the $15 quote. Malvern Estate 21, Cool Sequence 34. I've gone through the field there, but um, to my eye, I guess the runner that jumps out, the class runner, has got the three kilo claim. Nathan Fazerakali, how do you say it? Fazakali. <laughs> Fazakali, right. right. Like exactly. Uh, it, after, it looks more suited over 1,400 and 1,600 metres. Uh, takes up a little bit of market percentage there. What's, what's your angle on this race? And do you think Nikanova is a winning prospect or would you, is it more appealing to bet on that race given he's taken up so much percentage? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm probably happy to bet around him. I'll mark him uh, longer than uh, longer than six dollars. That's currently available, um, and I'll be a bit harsh on him too because of the claim uh, with the jock, and you know, obviously that freshen. Um, yeah, it's got a class factor, obviously, but this, you know, traditionally Queensland um, speedy type horses, you know. So um, and there's some not there's some pretty nice speeds to sit here. Uh, I thought Tulio extremely well in here. This is uh, a horse that's, I think he's won four straight now since resuming all on rain affected going. Obviously, if the rain comes, um, he'll be favoured a lot more. Probably short enough as it is now on a dry deck. Um, and I sort of wouldn't be looking to, to get involved at these prices. Another interesting runner is um, Mr. Marbaloo's. Uh, Toowoomba trained horse Kevin Kemp stables in good form this horse um, I remember this horse winning on debut because it had a couple of jump outs and was unsighted and the stable had no rap for it uh, come out and won on debut by about 8 SP to about $21 and then went on to win its next 150 runs in a row or something uh, so how we didn't get involved in that thing winning on debuts still haunts me. Um, but he has jumped out uh, a few times this preparation, most recently on the 30th of July, where he was um, an impressive winner. Uh, it was a 9.25 trial, but the, the, the two horses that it beat um, have won, you know, the midweek at midweek Metropolitan Grey, but over a mile and 1,400 miles. So probably didn't beat up on a lot. But still did it well enough. I'm interested to see how he comes back. Um, interesting runner there. Even a horse like Rock Bead, if the if the track stays dry, you know, there's looks plenty of speed in the race there, and it, it can be one that could be finishing hard late as well if the if the track stays dry. But really, will depend on sort of how much rain we get. Um, you know, like if you look at the two Sears runners, for example, Tycoon Ace will, will run well on on rain affected ground, where I probably prefer Rock Bead on the dry. So. Tricky race, but, yeah, I'll be pricing Nick and over pretty harshly and betting around him. I think looking at the quality of the field, it looks like the market will tell the story. It's interesting. I, I know you love breeding. You like breeders. It looks like you're going to the horse sales. But, yeah, Tulio is out of a Magic Nians Magic Nians winner and more than already won the slipper. So it's only a really likely race. It's had 12 starts for five wins, um, rarely out of a out yep. of a top three finish, finally delivering on the promise. And you look back through its uh, its campaigns and it was off the scene for 538 days at one stage looking at punningform.com.au. So it uh, it put a hole in them last time. Um, and it can if it can translate that uh, that form to, to a good track, it'll be interesting to see uh, what the market does there. But Yeah, definitely. And that, uh, look, and the, the other interesting one, I suppose, is that stable as well um, with Just Orm. The stable mate, um, 
you know, it's a horse that <laughs> it's a horse that runs uh, runs well when it's in the market. Is the word I was looking for. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a horse that's going to probably map nicely. Um, has a good gait. Has a good jock. Um, if if it's solid in the market, it's it's there to win, and you know it's a chance as well. So very even race, and I think you're right. The, the market fluctuations late will um will be as good as in the cage as anything. Mm, yeah, I do recall when Just Dawn knocked over a well fan oh. A, a boom stable mate in the, in the name of Vega One, uh, the Sunshine Coast over the thousand metres, which was quite controversial. The young um, Bailey Nordruff and, and the Gong Camp. So good form. Yeah. Um, it's a good form, yeah. line, isn't it? Um, you know, yeah, Vega One was enormous in Australia as well. Yeah. Anyway, what could have been? Indeed. Anyway, let's let's skip on to race nine. Uh, it's it's another uh, it's another really interesting race. Oh, I thought uh, benchmark eighty. Uh, you got Maddie Rocks was impressive uh, at the Ipswich last time. It's twelve hundred meter race, two dollars fifty. Kai Lee's seven fifty. Broken Arrow eight dollars. Adrian Green not oh, eight dollars. Garden Rouge thirteen. All important thirteen dollars. Fourteen dollars. Love Squirrels. Four feet boy, Catsby, around the sort of $20, $26 mark and, and much better than the rest. What are your thoughts looking at the early market here? Yeah, this is um, interesting for me because of the price of the favourite, right? So Matty Rocks has come up to 50 off its Ipswich win. Now, um, the guys that get my stuff will know that I've been very keen on horses coming out of that Ipswich meeting that beat the bias on the day. Mm. Um, we've seen a few winners, um, you know. Vala. Vali, sorry, Vala. Vala yesterday, who ran second to Matty mm. Rock, um, went mm. around and got to $3 at some stage. Um, yeah, I love when you say, how did they bet that after you back the winner? <laughs> how? <laughs> how did you find it? How did they bet that? How'd you find that favourite? Um, yeah, look, so Matty Rock's got Dream Run, stayed inside. Um, so it was on, like, didn't beat the bias is what I'm saying, right? So had all the favours, holds off Voila, who flashed late and wasn't far off it on the line. So you draw a line between those two and, yeah, like, it's not a 250 chance um, is what I'm saying. It's a longer price than that. Yes, it does get favours here, but on a more even track, um, I think it brings some others into it. Um, you know, it's still got the job done, fair enough. Love Squirrels come out of that race as well. Love Squirrels sort of tracked, uh, tracked sort of through the fence. I don't know whether it's hard to sort of tell. It'd be nice to get some stewards footage of the straight. It was hard to tell with Robbie. Like, it's hard to tell whether he was interested in trying to get through or not. You know, he... He does that little that does that little bounce sort of to look like that he's trying um, to. <laughs> you know, the bird may have flown, and I don't know. It was just really inconclusive, I suppose, is what I'm saying. You know, Matty Rocks will cross it. Love Squirrels will track Matty Rocks. I anticipate that Kyle Lease will um, will lead fence. So, you know, you could have a situation there where you know fencing run, depending on how the track's playing, could be advantageous, which which sort of gives. Um, Love squirrels should be a little bit shorter. Kyle Lee led and, and had a nice, easy running transit and was able to hold off 
the, you know, its rivals the other day, but I think this is a little bit stronger. You know, all important can go forward. I dream a green can go forward. Maps will play a huge part here. One that just looked overs based on its last start victory was um, six broken arrows. Um, mm. It's pretty arrogant when it won up here the other day. Like, you know, the Garibaldi, I think, started favourite and Formiani led and they went, you know, reasonably slow. Well, slow. And Broken Arrows just uh, sat last, east to the centre, and I'll have to double-check for me there, Scoot, I'm trying to bring it up. But I think it sort of got home in about 11 lengths quicker than average or something. Like it was... Yeah, the all-average benchmark, looking at punning form. Yeah. It, it was like it was a savage last 600. I know they went slow enough in front. Huge. Um, you know, and obviously in this field is... Um, you know, it's not going to... It's going to... The map sort of against it, I suppose, from the gate does go all the way back, so... It's probably why it's eight dollars. You know, just on the raw numbers, I sort of had it a fair bit shorter than that. But um, mm. have to make some adjustments for map, obviously. But you know, you can do some adjustments for map earlier in the day. But then you know, because it's just the way that it's just the way of the game. Now you just got to adjust on the run. So you know, if there's an opportunity for for and the track plays fair, well, you know, it'll shorten. So, but just one that just yeah. warm and going well. And a race that's got a very long tail with a number of horses that just couldn't possibly win. So. You know, the, the mm. back markers could, could encounter traffic issues and it may be that, you know, those three that are on, you know, settle in the first five rails in run could be advantage. Yeah, it's, I'd echo the same thoughts. Broken arrows can do it off um, slow and fast tempos. So I think it's definitely a run in form and the freshen might help it. But again, you've got so long to decide. So there's no, there's no use for rushing in to take the prices. There's not much advantage to knock no. the early mark around. Well, I wouldn't have not at this stage. Like, um, yeah, there's a fair bit of water to go under the bridge, <laughs> lol, um, if it rains. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's – I, you know, I think we – I know that last week was a winning set, so it's easy to say. But, you know, it just, it's just so – you just feel so much confident back on drawing decks, you know. It's just – it's a lot, lot easier to – just feel more confident, more comfortable betting into into these better tracks. Yeah, there's all sorts of dramas uh, down south in Victoria and Sydney with weather conditions and overwatering tracks and dead fall and you know these soft policies and watering for jumps tracks and it's 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 a nightmare. Definitely, uh, punters want good good fours and yeah, probably Waterhouse his views and everyone's. I guess the conversation's been done to death. There's absolutely no place for jumps racing on a flat card. Like, there's no place for it. Go and have your jumps meetings. There's no place for a jumps race on a normal race day card. No place for it. The bull? The bull with the the bull can have an all jumps day. Prove that they proved that during COVID. Yeah, they did. They did. They proved it. Anyway, Metropolitan days. Metropolitan. When they have that sand down, they have the hillside and the lakeside and the... Yeah, on the Sunday, yeah. Anyway, jumps racing, eh? Story, story for another day. I'm a big fan of jumps racing. Look, Doombin race two, there's a couple of other interesting runners or, or another race, a little bit extra meat on the bone. Uh, Say Hey is the favourite. Uh, a horse I don't mind is, is Katie's daughter. It's first up, Blinker's first time. And then there's a roughy there that, that tickles your fancy social. From uh, the Kevin Camp Toowoomba trainer. Yeah, like he's like if this 
if the rain comes here, um, you know, I just thought that it might be one that's over the odds. He's had a couple of runs. Um, I think I might have been on him too, or we, we may have been on him as well. For the, I'm pretty sure the service had been on him. Um, he ran into Tulio, I think it was, when we were on him one day at the Gold Coast. Um, one of those wins anyway. I just don't think he's a 900-metre horse. Um, that was sort of what sort of... Um, you know, that's what sort of the appeal is. It sort of, it gets up to um, to eleven hundred. It was it was good first up at Toowoomba. Went back to the inside and um, in inferior ground. I probably should have won first up, and then it's had those two runs um, on rain affected grounds over nine hundred. And you know, while it didn't win, it, it was still a good enough efforts. And I just thought if you can get some rain affected ground sort of at eleven twelve hundred, that you know he might be you know a sneaky sort of something small to win. You know, bigger the place. Uh, proposition and you know if there's a bit of rain around and we get to a dead track well he, he could fit this horse could fit that bill I should say she it's a mare so this horse could yeah. fit, uh, at a big price you know, it's five dollars a hole at some places so um, yeah that was sort of one but I, you know say hey we were on last start um, you know just went too hard in front I think they went out six lengths faster than average and um, yeah it was uh, found wanting late uh, in the race that they ran their last furlong in about 10 lengths slower than average. Mm. They're all dead on their feet on that heavy track. So, yeah, look, anyway, we'll just see see what, how the day pans out. But, um, you know, at this stage, it, it looks like a pretty good betting card, to be honest, if we can sort of stay in that good four, soft five range, it'd be ideal. Big weather watch. Now, I better go because it sounds like the kids may have burnt the house down. I can't smell the smoke yet, but you got to get to Gatton also. So this week you've got Ipswich Friday, you're going to pick the eyes out of the card and then oh, you've got the double header as usual, Doombin and Toowoomba and you're handling the workload of treat. Curls, slip, slot, slap. Indeed. Can't wait for sunshine down in Melbourne. Can't wait for the spring to keep, keep going, but definitely uh, finding winners up there in the sunshine state. So keep up the good work. Do me, I'll do my best and keep your eye on Scotch on uh, on the tally today, mate. I might you might see me leaning <laughs> over the mountain yard, just giving someone a spray rather than doing it on Twitter. I might. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Thanks, so, yeah. Have you funny? Thanks.